I'm missing going to jiu-jitsu. I, There's do you know no what? For me, in there, man. Can't do that for a while. It's the lack of like, you know, just being able to just hey, let's just go out and see my mates and family. And you don't know what you got till it's gone. I don't. I don't mind. I like being in the house anyway. We're lucky. We've got a nice garden. We can grow stuff. Being in the house is cool, but it's it's obviously like restrictions and everything. Everyone's like, oh, fuck it, they're talking about corona again. We're not going to talk about corona. No, it's, uh, well, I mean, you say that, but it's literally like, when, all, when it's all encompassing everybody's lives well, right now. It's not that. So. So when you're going to, like, usually when Rob's... It's, there's no one in the world, really, that isn't being badly affected yeah, right now. Yeah, but it's now. like, usually when like Rob's here, we can discuss how, how his week's been, but... He's not oh, here. How's your week been, Hannah? Oh, oh, well, I still work. What do you think, Tom? You've been standing next to me <laughs> for the last month. You know exactly how my week's going. <laughs> you idiot. Yeah. It's um, it's fun. It's all good fun. It's all right. Could be worse. I mean, could, could it? be worse. <laughs> yes, well, it could. could. Yeah, it could be a lot Much worse. worse. It could be horrific. It could be like a lot higher death. I wonder how long toll. it's going to be till I can get back to training. Because I've got a feeling people like sweat in your eyes, yeah, and your mouth is not. I've got a feeling that um, you know this this mentality of it being like, oh, if we all stay inside for a month, it'll go away. It, well, it's not going to go away. It's still here. It's just they're just sort of trying to filter people into the healthcare system. So I don't know. It's going to be around for a long time. I think if you get it and you survive it, you do. <laughs> and yeah, but at least the weather's good. At least, the, yeah, the weather is really nice here at the in the UK. Have you got any? Have you got any social media shoutouts? Well, I didn't look. Uh, that's um, that would have been your uh, your job this week, Thomas. I, I don't, to be fair, I don't think there there are people have got more things to worry about. <laughs> Not really contacting a podcast is top of the agenda, is it? Well, but the thing is, this is the simple things that pe- that people are enjoying, like but, it, uh, these sorts of things, and the reason why we're you know. Because it, it would, it seems it doesn't seem right that we're carrying on without Rob, you know, here. But oh no, we got plans because we, we did plans. a fo- we did a phone interview with Rob. Well, not phone interview, interview. Phone, <laughs> phone podcast, phone interview. Then was I that? interviewed Rob the other day. It pretty much was, um, yeah, a phone pod with Rob, uh, which worked well. Seemed to come out decent, and it wasn't too traumatic to set up my limited abilities. Yeah, people like, but that's kind of like ask, a, ask for feedback, see what people thought. Yeah, of that. yeah, it's fine, but but I think like that's opened up like potential. Um, avenues of of attack because I I don't want to say I want to get people on the podcast but it'd be pretty cool if someone got abducted by an alien and I could just because it's easy man just give you a call on yeah. you come yeah. that'd be ace someone got finger blasted by an alien you're definitely coming on the pod <laughs> definitely well I mean it does op- yeah or if you're a serial killer it's the, same, see, it's the small things that you learn in times like these that you know make make life better it certainly you, does you learn new things that you wouldn't have known otherwise because you wouldn't have known to do that unless this situation forced it, would you? Yeah, so if you've been... Abdu- uh, literally, if you have been abducted by an alien, let me know. Message me, because I'll... Uh, I'll me- uh, you'll come on. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty, like... What? It's, it's a very specific <laughs> thing you're asking for. Yeah, well, it's got to be fucking... It's got to be mad. I want it to be mad. As mad as I can. 
I don't want to know, like, oh, you know. He's the poet and he doesn't even know it. Is that even? No, it's not. I just said you're a poet and he didn't even do anything that rhymed. So I don't know why I said that. Did I say something that I can't remember already? It just sounded like a rhyme for a moment, but then I realised it it wasn't worse. Right. Drink. Right. Hannah has got the loudest drink ever yet. No, no, don't do it for a straw. Do it, like, through the... the glass. Oh, so that what you mean me drinking? Yeah, listen to oh. this. She she claims she doesn't make any no, noise I d- at all. I don't claim that at all. And I just I just don't care drinker. that I make lots of noise when I drink. Hang on. Did she just be normal? Hear that? Is that there's something stuck in your throat? <laughs> That's just how I drink. Like Tom's like, do it quietly. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I try really hard, and that's just the sound I'd like throat makes when I swallow stuff so <laughs> sorry guys but you know that's just the way it is so we don't have any shout outs uh, our social media is what our social media always is if you want to get us out Robots Rise and Instagram and Facebook share stuff I mean we're, we're, we're not doing great with the like Share stuff to win because <laughs> we haven't sent Rob's, anything out. Rob's yeah, we haven't we haven't sent out stuff that we've already got, and Rob's not here to do pictures. So well, there's the people who have won like Rob's art already. Have uh, if you haven't got it, I've got it. I know it's um, Paul and Ryan, and you 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 I had mean, uh, I da- mentioned someone Daniel last week. Seaton last weekend. Yeah, yeah. He's getting some stickers. So you're I've got you all written down and you're all in a pile yeah. ready to get shit sent out. I mean, we're not even going, like, we've not even been to the shop, so we're not going to go to the post office. Oh, we've, we've been once in like a month, yeah. We chose a shop, like a really ex- expensive, like, poncy shop because we thought it would be the least amount of people there. Just because less because people. Because every supermarket had like a four mile queue. Me and Rob were talking uh, on, about um, it. What was it? On Thursday? Because I Rob think it was like yeah. pre- preempting like Easter and Obviously, people still want to have their kids to have fun, and so they're all going to try and buy all the things for Easter, and it's well, like... fucking don't! So I was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm not going to... I'm kind of scared to go to a big supermarket, but then... Because I might die. But also, it's got to be done at some point. Yep, unfortunately. But I'm going to shop for, like, another two months, so we won't... And I'm hoping we become more self-sufficient, like, as time goes on. Yeah, we will. We <laughs> we'll just will. make more stuff <laughs> than going out and buying it. We will. Uh, that'll do for an intro, unless you got anything else you want to say. No. Should we get on with the podcast then? Yeah. So I wanted to pick a subject which was a million miles away from what's on everybody's mind. And so, uh, McDonald's. McDonald's. We did watch The fa- the Founder the other day. Yeah. But I'd, I didn't even know that was a thing, that film, until I, I picked this. And I was like, oh, I wonder if there's any good doc. What's this? Well, yeah, I I think I said, didn't I? You were like, oh, let's, I want, should we do one with McDonald's? I was like, yeah, we should watch The Founder. And you're like, oh, what's The Founder? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's about, what's his name? Uh, Ray Kroc. Yeah, that dude. We'll go through it. Yeah, man. Healthy place to eat. Do you agree? Yes or no? Obviously not. Okay. They reckon. What What do you um? I don't want to say the most common, most commonly eaten vegetable in their restaurants is. What do you reckon? A pickle. No, it's lettuce. It's, fr- it's fries. Oh. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. It's yeah. I mean, no. Carrot sticks. 
That's not the most commonly eaten one. Well, it's potato fried with salt put on it. Because it's really class as a vegetable, doesn't it? Potato's a vegetable. <laughs> doesn't work. <laughs> but I suppose, yeah. If in its if you if you look at it in its like rawest form, yes, I suppose it is a vegetable. So they get a lot of flack for being. They, I mean, they get blamed for obesity and lots of you know diet related health issues. Do you think that's fair? Do you think that's right? I think now I have like a slightly diff like skewed opinion on this because I did some work with McDonald's. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. Um, on like well, I like I like I didn't work in a McDonald's. I worked for the design agency that did the packaging for McDonald's. So it was like a huge. Did you make like pass. a Big Mac box or something? Yeah. So all the pack all the packaging that happened, uh, you know, for McDonald's for years were produced by the agency that I worked with. And I was quite a junior at the time. Um, but they, McDonald's do everything they can, or they started to do everything they could to um, inform people precisely what it was they were eating, how many calories they were consuming. I don't think McDonald's ever try to make out like that the food is... No, it's, it's it's a case of like people say Good for that you. they give you know they've more they've given more healthy options, but, yeah, but it's really down to the choice of the person. It's well, not it's, about yeah, that's McDonald's exactly what I was trying to be like, hey, it's not their we're, fault. we're healthy food. Come and eat with us every day. They're not doing that. You have to take responsibility for what yeah. you eat. If you eat Cadbury's chocolate all day, eggs, or, yeah. or just drink Guinness all the time, and then you, I mean, what are you going to if you drank Guinness all day? Right, and then, and then you turned and black, then, <laughs> and then you went, and then you spoke to Guinness and said, "Listen, I'm a mad pisshead, and my liver's fucked. That's your fault." They just go, "What the fuck are you doing, drinking yeah, Guinness like, all day?" And I think like a lot of people have tried to sue McDonald's over the years to say, "Oh, loads." To say, "Well, I was going to do a whole segment I, on people trying to do that, but there's yeah, only yeah. there's one notable one that I'll talk about." But I mean, that's why I thought we just yeah, it's like no, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> you have decided, you made the choice every day to go and eat a McDonald's Big Mac or fucking whatever. Every single day of your life, and what do you expect? So you're why, gonna, so why aren't, get com- fat and why aren't competitive eaters fat then? Because there's one guy, right? He's called Joey Chestnut. Yeah, he's like Joey a Chestnut. fucking Joey what Chestnut. A great name. I want that on a t-shirt. And he ate 32 Big Macs in a row, which mm. is about 15 pound of, of food. Christ. 18,000 calories. How long do you reckon that took him? Well, if he's a speed eater, it's going to be minutes, isn't it? Think about like there was a, a, a wall of Big Macs in front of him, thirty-two Big Macs, man. Um, Fifteen pounds of food, right? Thirty-seven minutes. He did that. He was at a point where he was doing a Mac a minute. He could have. He did the first one in fourteen seconds, and he didn't even. He wasn't so even he trying. Slowed down though as he went. Well, he was talking to the camera. He was like, yeah, oh yeah. How, how does someone fit that amount of food inside their tummy? Like that is, you I don't understand. Five pints that. of water as well. I don't understand it. Like, how can someone actually physically fit that inside their body at one? Like, I, I, I can eat. I can eat a plate of, of food. What's that's probably like? Yeah, you're not seven hundred grams or something. They did this thing. They had like this. Um, you know, like the the torsos that they're using, like biology class, when it shows where all the, the, the yeah. organs are positioned. Well, they got one with a stomach that could distend, and then they forced thirty two Big Macs into its from down its gullet and it was like a giant basketball or football of of just i suppose i suppose you are up max yeah but if you were to put that kind of i suppose if you were to liquidize 
that amount of Big Macs because that's kind of what you're trying to do. You're kind of liquidizing it, aren't you? You put well, you're the water it helps up, go down, doesn't it? And you're mixing it with water. Speedy, is that an episode, man? But you Speedy imagine, is. like, putting oh, put in like how how many? Thirty two. Thirty two. We did six in five minutes. Thirty two Big Macs. Six in five in, minutes in a pot with five pints of water and mushed it up. That's still a lot. Yes. Of like volume it's to fit massive. inside some it's, it's inside enormous. someone. They look gross as fuck. Don't was, they, it bit, was it a big guy or a small one? No, because a lot of these speed eaters are little fuckers, and you know like, how oh, the freaking like these there's like these like girls that do it, and you're yeah. like, how? Just how? Like I can't. It moves, the, the organs move I around on the inside. Like for me, like I can't fathom it. No, well, no. I, I think for most people, I you can't, can't imagine eating thirty-two big mac. No, but I can't eat past the he feeling didn't even of full. He so didn't even sit down. He didn't even sit down. Mate. How fucking awful you'd feel after that. Yeah, he was sweating it's like mad. He had like he had mac sauce all over, like under his eyes. He was like, oh, my bottom, my metabolism's starting to kick in now. I'm sweating. There was a lot of salt. He had passed a pint of water, and I was did like, you, oh, um, man, you're a maniac, man. Did you do any research on that guy that did? Um, Supersize me. Uh, nah, because everyone knows about yeah. it. Yeah, but like he, I mentioned him, but he, he was a pretty healthy guy, wasn't he? And he the first one, no, yeah, oh Morgan. He, the, yeah, he weren't. He he like vomed it all up. We talked about him. He? So what happened to him? He, he got yeah. So he, well, that was a th- that's a bit dramatic, isn't it? Well, the first did, one though. he eats and he pukes up. He did. That's what is that noise? Did you hear lots that of, then? Yeah, there's lots of people outside doing stuff, so <laughs> we've not really got much control over that. Like they're you know. Because it's really nice. People are like, like cutting people hedges are like and shit. Trying to sort their gardens Might have to, out. If it happens again, we'll, go, we'll shut the back door. Um, Focus, um Yeah, like he, what is it, Morgan Spurlock? Morgan, yeah. And he um, decided to, because obviously they have it, not so much in the in Europe and the UK, but in the, in America, it was like that. Oh wait, someone is streaming. But yeah, and then but then he got addicted. He got pretty addicted to it, didn't he? Salt had like sugar. yeah, he got like a withdrawal when yeah, he tried to stop. You can't say okay, look at that. Look what's happening to you after you try and stop eating the food. That must be McDonald's fault. And they're like, well, it's not. But the thing is, sp- like, I mean, it was a test in like to see how much it affected the body eating that much McDonald's because it was like he had it every meal, didn't he, for thirty days or something. something so crazy. at the end of that, he his health was in pretty. So the people that are going out there. And eating Big Macs every single day for their whole life, like their their health can't be great. Oh, we have an example of one guy, and he's fucking, and he I think he was in Supersize Me. I think yeah, there was there Got was him a somewhere few, down in my notes. There I was put a few now, like examples of people who literally, you know, like systematically every day eat McDonald's. Shall I let me see if I can find out where he is? I think his name was um, Ray Gorsk, I think like, something like that. Let's talk about him now. Um, yeah, he's in uh, Donald Gorsk. That's him. Yeah, um, and he yeah he's at something like he claims to have eaten thirty thousand Big Macs in his entire life, right? Which um, so is that like one a day? How many does he go and have a day? Well, when he he started eating them in May nineteen seventy two, right? When he was nineteen, he bought three Big Macs at lunch. So he's like, I suppose McDonald's, as we're going to hear, was around obviously in seventy two, but I don't think it was as big as as it is now. Um, by the end of that day, so he had three at lunch. By by the evening, he had uh, he he finished nine, nine. Oh, so he's fucking like, I've I've tried this and I love it. Within thirty days, he consumed two hundred and sixty-five. So he's found something. He's just like, I can't stop eating eight, this. Eight and a half a day. Which does was he does he just have a Big Mac or does he buy like a meal? Ninety-five percent of his food is Big Macs. So he doesn't eat like the the drink and the chips as well. He just or the fries. He just has. Sorry for only chips. Dr- only chips. drinks Coke, right? He only drinks Coke and um, never has fries, apparently. He's six foot two inches tall, 185 pounds. 
And he's and so he says, well, yeah, two, two Big Macs a day. And he's, so his calorific intake from them two Big Macs is is just over a thousand calories plus a drink. Is that so? so he's, he's consuming less calories than most people by doing is that. It only d- so he doesn't eat anything but two Big Macs and a Coke a day. That's it. Well, that's the, yeah. He's not going to get fat then because he's not consuming the right amount of calories. Problem is, is that people, if it's a, if it's someone who's like eating a Big Mac every day. And then eating a whole load of crap, course, crap yeah. load of stuff. And the if he's just eating two Big Macs, God, he must be hungry as fuck. You could eat two Big Macs, piece of piss. So do you have one for breakfast and one for like? Don't know, whatever he wants. Or to just go and get two, and then Donald's that's his it. own man. He does whatever he wants, whenever well, he wants. Anyone's their own person. But Champion Macca. What's mad? So the story of Big Macs is kind of like the Microsoft story, but for burgers. Um, and you've got the two brothers. The guys that came up with the idea were Richard and Maurice McDonald. Um, Maurice's nickname was actually Mac. And it's like, so that's quite, you're like, oh, we, are you, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. you named after the Big Mac? And he's like, no, bitch. Well, because they, they didn't. It's named after me, son. Um, oh, what? So they did, had they made, did they make the Big Mac? Yeah. The, the McDonald's brothers? Yeah, pretty sure. And I wonder why, cause, like, because in most of my notes, Rich is, is abbreviated to Dick. Every, and I'm like, why because I when mean, they s- name, when they started it, it was the it was the hamburger, the cheeseburger, wasn't it? That was the yeah. thing. That well, they when made. they first started initially, it was a barbecue joint. Well, it was yeah, all I mean, when they because that they sort of invented fast food, didn't they? So yes. that at the time, it was a lot of drive-throughs. It was it was like a lot of waiting time, and when the food did turn up, it was like the wrong order, and like people would get pissed off with that. So they created this system where they could churn out the food in like. A minute or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These and like, you know, the first time Ray Kroc went there, he was like, "Is this star? This isn't my order, is it?" Like, because he, he ordered it and he gets it immediately. That's what it's, he's yeah. like, "This, well, no, but surely the, I've only been here. I only just ordered." He's like, "Yeah, yeah, that's that, your food." That's yeah, that's what it was like in the. Fa- I think it was slightly in, different. Yeah, probably not. That's that's what the, they. Yeah, yeah, it did is, in it the founder. It yeah. is like it is slightly different. Like I tried to find, um, like a lot of the articles you can read do say that the what that film portrays it's different to how it was. Like it was a hostile takeover, and it wasn't. Um, but Dick and Maurice, because of the when their age, they went through the Great Depression, um, which we're about to enter now with all this downturn. In God, the you had to bring coronavirus <laughs> in, didn't you? Jesus. They saw like proper poverty up close. Um, their dad got laid off and he'd been working in like a shoe factory or some shit for something like 42 years. So he got the boot and they didn't give him a pension or anything like that. So he was like, like proper fucked him. Um, and because of his age, because their dad was, you know, an older fella, nobody would re-employ them. Cash ran out. And I suppose it kind of gave them a sort of a kick up the arse that uh, Dick, and, Dick and Maurice are saying Dick. Love it. Dick and Maurice. I suppose they kind of Dick like... Dick and Mac. I think they kind of sort so instead of <laughs> it's, it's a good job they chose Mac and not Dick. The big Dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's better. That's better. <laughs> so I think w- what happened to their dad, like losing his job, the Great Depression, hard times come to the family, so the whole way of life changed. I think that kind of maybe gave him a kick up the arse that you've got to be in control of your own destiny. You can't really be working for someone else because... It can just, you know, the rug can be pulled out from under your legs at any point, which is what's happening now to a lot of people. Mm. So I think they, uh, they, they went off into the big wide world to try and s- search for their own. I wouldn't say fame, but it was definitely fortune. And they actually said that they wanted to be millionaires by the time they were fifty, which is the, the the same age their old man was when he got laid off. So I suppose it's a kind of like a nice ballpark instead of being on your ass when you. Yeah, it's age, funny. You it's, like ca- it's like a cat- catch twenty two, isn't it? Like. Obviously, they they were pretty done over, but in also also 
they only made those millions because of the you know Crocs intervention. I don't so. think so. I think I think the 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 fi- the uh, film portrays it like that, but it's not it's not exactly as that. Yeah, That's just no, angled they, towards. No, but there's truth in it because there is truth they in didn't it. get. They didn't get any of the royalties they were promised. But they, they didn't. didn't need, you'll see when we go through. From what I found out, it slightly differs from from the founder. And I don't know whether it, that's it, it's more likely to be what actually happened, but it's definitely different. Um, but when they um, after obviously this the Great Depression kicked in, they I think they initially had aspirations to break into the film industry. They wanted to, uh, I suppose, because Hollywood was emerging, um, films were you know TV. Things like that was like a, like an emerging technology, maybe you could call it like that. But it was a cutting edge. It was an area of like the Wild West. You could make money there, and they actually had a, a theatre, a movie theatre, for seven years from 1930. Um, but obviously, that went down. That went belly up because of the Great Depression. They never had any money to pay the bills. The bank were constantly on them. They even buried silver bullion bars in the garden because they were frightened that the bank would take everything. So what little wealth they had um, financially, they transferred that into you know physical um, you know precious metal and buried it so in the event of it all being taken they at least had something but they kept trying they didn't obviously when this the theater went belly up they kept pushing forward and i think it was in 1940 they opened a hot dog stand initially in uh, monrovia in california so there's no burgers at this point um it's just more like a barbecue joint. And they got the idea, apparently, after seeing another hot dog stand in the area working. Uh, I don't know if that was in the... Fa- I don't think that's yeah, in... They, yeah, that, they did... Was it? Um, it was a bit where they were talking over dinner and they were like, we we saw this guy. Oh, it's okay. It's and, interesting and you he, can compare the founder to because I can't really remember that. Had, he was selling hot dogs and milkshakes or something. Yeah. From like a small... Like, like a roadside road stand. Style, roadside stand, yeah. So the, it, it, that apparently that business seemed to be seemed to be the only profitable business around, and I think it and was. That's because it was fast, maybe. It was it fast, was quick. and there was a racetrack uh, local. So when the race season was on, that little uh, hot dog stand was, you know, getting getting a load of dough as it would. Like yeah, everyone's been to these People sort of places, yeah, yeah. and they can't imagine they're expensive because not really. Well, that was the boys. trick, isn't it? Well, yeah, but yeah, but I think everyone's kind of skint as fuck, aren't they? But that's the kind of like that's the treat, though, isn't it? Getting a, a nice little bit of. What was it? I a think so it's like, you know, a, bur- it's like a no burger, money. a drink and fries was like 25 cents or something like that. They had 15 cents hot dogs, which is, doesn't even seem like possible. But that, that first venture was called um, McDonald's Barbecue. And like you were saying before, it's a car service. So food is brought to you. Um, I suppose it, it was... It's, a like, it's like a drive-in, isn't it? It's not even like a drive-through. Yeah. It's just like people drive up the, and there's like waitresses on roller skates like taking orders. I think um, it was a good. I suppose that model is a good business model, but it did, it did require some some refinement, um, and the money didn't really roll in for them. So they opened the first one up in 1940, but by 1948, um, they'd had a few years of it's not flogging a dead horse, but making money, but not making any. So what they did is they thought, fuck it, we're going to shut shut down and totally redesign and refine everything. Um, so after they did that, service was at the counter only. Uh, that way there's no need to pay loads of these carpool girls or lads or whatever who are roller skating out or whatever it was to deliver food. It sounds harsh because you're you're essentially... Get, I wouldn't say you're getting rid of staff, but Yeah, you're, but you probably... You're probably employing more staff in the kitchen. Think how many people you than you are outside. Think how many people they employ now. 
It's mm. fucking million. It's, it's it's something like one point seven they're million. Like, they're not employing anyone right now. Not now. Yeah. <laughs> Close the fuck down. Yeah. I don't know if that's everywhere, but in the UK, McDonald's is closed. Could you imagine if? Yeah. No. I th- yeah. I don't think. Um. I think America. Yeah. In England, if you're listening yeah, in internationally, England. in England, there's no Mackeys. Yeah, we can't go and get like. You can't even deliver it in. It's like it's closed. Shut. Closed. McDonald's down. does not exist in England at yeah, the like moment. You, it's like anywhere you, you in drive the UK, past actually. one, it's like we hope we hope to be open again soon. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Out. Imagine if imagine if um if a coronavirus takes down Macos, destroys it. That'd be uh, your ace. I'm, yeah, I don't know. It might it wouldn't be ace. Well I suppose <laughs> destruction of a massive corporation. Because it's not it's it's a choice they've made. It's a clever one because clearly because no, like but you can KFC and Burger King still get so they're yeah, not. But they're dog shit. Yeah, well I'm saying, but they've still got the the they're open, so what, why is McDonald's closed? I don't get tri- it. Because they care for their employees and they're a, a responsible uh, company, that's why. Social distancing. <laughs> so they could see, right, that when they were, after they'd re- um, sort of redesigned and sort of tweaked this business, that most people were ordering burgers. Um, so what they did is they geared their entire business towards hamburgers, uh, you know, like uh, cheeseburgers, fries, Coffees, milkshakes, yeah, um, soda, soft, yeah, apple, but loads. Essentially, McDonald's, the beginnings of of what would be recognisable as the McDonald's that we all know and love. And they also did a few cheeky clandestine things as well, like they um, they turned the heat down uh, so people would want to leave because it was cold. They bolted chairs to the floor so you you couldn't reposition them. You're sitting over your food, and they also moved them apart. So um, you weren't close to... You couldn't get coronavirus. So, so yeah, he's, <laughs> they were pioneers of social distancing, even back then. So that's what I mean. They're just caring for you. I, I think they're a great, solid company. Solid. <laughs> we all love a McDonald's. And uh, Maurice was like, um, we need to open another restaurant. You can't just have one with this new idea. Uh, we need to go somewhere with a bigger population because there's not enough people where we're at. Um, so they asked several banks for loans and they were like, what? nah, McDonald's, shit idea. Off your jog, I think that's it, a really crap idea. That would go, that ain't going nowhere. Yeah, I think it was the Bank of America that were like, "Here you go, lads. Here's five grand. Go for your life. See what you can do with that." So that's that's what McDonald's was essentially. The, the first loan was five grand. You could buy a motorbike for that now, and you and you you set up McDonald's. That's an investment. Yeah, but five grand back then. What's the equivalent now? Like a hell of a lot. A lot of money. Yeah, it's still though. Think about what you say when you order a Big Mac. Fries and a drink. How much does that cost? I don't know. Four quid, five, five quid. Five quid. It was twenty-five cents back then, so that just gives you an idea of In inflation, which um, which we'll have well, to do yeah, as but well. That, like that's a, that thing that five grand loan would probably be like hundreds of grand. Yeah, it will. Now. I had to do like inflation hundreds of grand, hundreds of thousands, millions and billions and millions. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like so this new sort of refined business model opened up in nineteen fifty-three. Their second drive-through was. Um, unveiled to the public. This is in is Phoenix. It dri- is it drive-through though? Was it drive-up? It was is a dr- it like walk-up. It, it's no. These are the new the new style. You drive so up. They drive it. to a window. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then after after their second one in Phoenix, they opened another in California. Because this is like a um, a new radical idea. The way that the they fast would, food. Yeah, 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 fast food. And it was really popular with I think mainly the the young generation. It was like a cool hangout. You know where you could go and chill after after school or whatever, like hot rodders or whatever. And it was also um, cheap and appealing enough for fa- f- less well-off families where they could take you know, the whole squad there and you could get an entire dinner for, you know, 
you know, very little money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was it was really a pain. so so they were making money at this point. This this new idea, the new gearing up, and I think they, f- they were get bringing in something like forty grand a year. It doesn't sound a lot, but when you adjust that, adjust that for inflation, it it works out that forty grand back in I think it was like nineteen fifty three comes out to something like shockingly seven hundred and forty thousand dollars. So that shows you how much money's been devalued. But also, yeah. they were not playing games. No, they were like they were in it to win it, weren't they? Yeah, yeah man, seven hundred and forty grand. Now that's obviously not cash in their pocket. That's the business is. That's the business profits. But it's still. Incredibly, that's successful, man. You're selling. I think how many burgers you got to shift at like what for twenty five cents to make well, seven hundred and forty yeah, grand? It's a lot. It's insane, and I think that was partly because of and the how, and over only like what a small amount of franchises at that point. Th- th- three, three, three or yeah, four, yeah. something like that. Um, but this is all th- thanks to the the food. I mean, they called it speedy service back then, but uh, obviously it's you know it's fast food, um, and everybody has a specific job to do. So it was turbo fast, and everything was everything in them restaurants was designed by uh, by the Mac Brothers for speed. And you see you see that in the in the founder when they where they like chalk it out on they the did, floor. Yeah, they, they like took that from yeah, that's yeah. from reality. They yeah, did actually. Yeah. I don't think they had them fools running around pretending to carry like trays or whatever. That was a bit ridiculous. But they definitely marked everything out. So it comes in this way and there's a definitive one way forward path from the product as it comes into the floor until it goes out straight out. So there's no crossing around. Um, and they kept costs to an absolute minimum to ensure that food was affordable at all times. And they had a mascot as well called Speedy back in the day. Yeah, that because he was that. If you like look back into the history of like what McDonald's originally looked like before the Golden Arches, is a little like weird dude. Yeah, he's a freaky Speedy. little dude. Yeah, yeah like yeah, a chef yeah. hat type. Yeah, yeah. Burger, he looks, he looks like a little, burger. little like Michelin man, but with a chef hat. That's it. Hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There ain't no creepy Ronald McDonald. Around at this point, Ronald he came McDonald's up later. Scary as fuck. So at that point, I suppose we better bring in old Ray Kroc, and he's kind of like we said before, portrayed as the um, the mastermind that was that dragged, I suppose, yeah, pulled the Mac brothers into success. That's how he's portrayed. But I suppose you got also got to remember by the time Ray Kroc met old uh, old Dick and Maurice McDonald, they had I saw various numbers. Um, I don't think record keeping was as good as it was there, but potentially up to 20 franchise locations at that point. Oh, so that that's portrayed slightly different than the film then, isn't it? Because it's like they... Seems like when Ray first turns up, they only really have that one Unless I Unless store. I read that wrong, but I did... I, I, that's what I read, that I've read somewhere between 8 and 20, but I just went for the high end because it sounds cool. <laughs> um, let's say they have 8 then. They've got 8 locations before Ray's on the scene. So they're not... So yeah, that's that's... Because they they make out like they didn't they tried to make franchise work and it hadn't really worked out for them. They, it did. That's the problem. It was they were doing it, but they were losing control of it. Um, I suppose oh, that was it. Yeah, because they they couldn't. They were quite. Um, it seemed like they were quite like uh, up for making sure that the quality was upheld and that that, that you know that the well, ma- people were introducing things and people, that weren't and on the it. franchisees were like making fucking ribs and. Hot dogs and things. Well, so imagine if you go to McDonald's and somebody burritos goes, "Do you want a, like do you want a sausage roll with that?" You're you're like, what? What? <laughs> you want, what, what you no, want? I'm that. You go for you go to Greg's for that. Take shit. away roast beef, huh? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? So I think without without um, Ray, McDonald's would have been a well known chain of restaurants in you know in 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 specific cities or locations. It wouldn't have been a massive global success, but it would have still been a success because it was 
Um, but Ray, he loved it. He saw, like you said then, when he when he turned up, you know, he, how quick you could get your food. And he saw the potential and obviously dollar signs. Um, and he, he loved the name, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he did. He was like... You know, you can't come. You can't, you're not going to come up to a restaurant called Crocs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, Crocs sounds like you're going to buy shoes. Like, or, or look at he's like, like alligators. It, you know, he's it? like it. It sells the American dream. The Mac dates like positive. It's uplifting. All this shit. I found this interesting fact, um, a little factoid about old Ray Croc. When he was younger, he lied about his age to um, to get into the military. And he ended up being an ambulance driver, I think, for the Red Cross in World War One. And he worked with Walt Disney. He was like his uh, little cab mate that would drive around. Imagine, imagine, that's crazy. It's like David Bowie being mates with Elton John, like we were talking about last week. Imagine getting shot, right? And then then the mastermind for McDonald's and Walt Disney come and pick you up. Before, but, but before they were the masterminds of Disney and McDonald's, that's, you know. It's weird though, isn't it? How some like paths can cross. Yeah, yeah. And I suppose it, it, it makes sense actually when you, you have two, in, they are interlinked as you'll find out, but they become massive companies. Okay, it makes sense that they know each other. But after the war, um, Ray Kroc became a milkshake service sort of salesman, something like that. It, he, was, he was selling um, mil- milkshake machines. machines yeah. I think originally, well, if the film is right, because all I really know about well, it, it, the film, if it, it's right, they, the, the McDonald's brothers ordered 12 12 or 8 and he was like, like yeah, yeah are yeah. you sure that's right he rang them and was like are you sure that's okay I think they ordered 8 or something and then yeah, they were yeah. like actually you might better make it 12 so he then takes the journey to go and see what this yes. why they need so many because that's what I mean so the, the fact that they portrayed that Croc as the dude that dragged them up he was the dude that achieved global domination but the Mac brothers were no, still no, killing no, no. him because no, they had ordered 8 he, machines he, and he was like what do you mean 8 machines just, he basically yeah he just made um he didn't. He didn't make the food. He didn't make. It was the idea. The idea. He made it a success. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He made it the global success by making like franchising it out. So properly. he worked for a company called Prince Castle, selling um, milk milkshake machines and like food service shit. And they went bust. And obviously, knock opportunity. <laughs> knock opportunity. You know what knock opportunity? Knock opportunity. Is that <laughs> opportunity comes knocking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be. Yeah. He saw the. Um, I suppose an opening and went went in solo. Uh, thought fuck it, I'll just go and speak to him. Um, and that was uh, in 1954, and he could see the mad potential and the idea. But the seemingly they hadn't. They either the McDonald's brothers either ch- were choosing not to expand the company or they were blind to it. Um, I think they were choosing not to. Seven hundred grand a year. They couldn't. I'm a chill. They couldn't. Um, they couldn't keep the quality control they wanted over the franchises yeah. so they decided to kind of keep it to keep it small at that kind of smaller well, they were only 700 grand and um, but ray was like fuck this roll this bitch out across the states and we and it's going to be massive um we've got to step it up from a restaurant chain into a franchise company with multiple locations that's the way he's not the he's not the steve jobs of burgers he's like the muck steve jobs well, steve it's not really jobs. though because Steve Jobs was the brainchild behind Apple. Dre Kroc went. He was just like, let's. He just had the business mind, didn't he? So he started actually. Ray started up the uh, McDonald's Corporation. Uh, that wasn't Dick and yeah, McDonald's Dick and, yeah. Corporate. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. he did that to f- screw him. <coughs> sort of. Yeah, sort mm. of. I don't know whether he did it to because he did. Well, it no, didn't he make McDonald's real estate first? Uh, that was part of of the corporation. Before, yeah, before corporate. So he because because they wanted to keep control of the company right they didn't they didn't want to franchise it out well they, and also they wanted they they were like we want all 
we, we can't make any changes. You can't make any decisions without our permission. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that was under the... Because it was a different company now in the McDonald's Corporation that Ray Kroc had set up. Essentially, he was basically starting to steal the idea. Um, and he operated his franchise under that name, which he opened in Illinois, I think, in 1955. And uh, he also started, like you say, buying the land that the, um, the, the other restaurants well, were actually on. He wasn't making money. He wasn't making himself any money. No. The franchises were making money. Yes. So he was like, what, you know, so I think um, there's a guy, I can't remember his name, that was up up there, you know, in terms of like leading McDonald's corporate eventually that advised him to start buying the land underneath the franchise, the actual like buildings so that he could start making money from it. Well, a outside lot. of what the McDonald's brothers were like, he had they had no yeah. say over it then. Well, a lot of people consider, <coughs> sorry, the, that first McDonald's, uh, Ray's first one in uh, Illinois, they, they consider that the actual... Number one. The number one restaurant, it's yeah. It's like, uh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. And the layout that he had was the same. He he, he didn't change, he didn't change their idea. Because didn't they ship it? Ship what, the Mac? The McDonald's, their original, they like moved that, um, that building from one town to Probably. another. And they like... Cut it in half or something to get it under a bridge. Yeah, there's, cra- yeah, there's. I've got some. There's a guy in. Um, I can't uh, remember why they moved it. There was a good reason for it. Fucking. I cheap, think it man. was just because, well, to get more, to get more. Um, I think they put it near something that got a lot of footfall, so that they get make more money from it originally. Maybe it was when they first started out. I think. So Ray's Max is uh, his new store in um in Illinois. It made cash, but not mad cash. It was successful, <clears throat> but not as successful as, as the McDonald's brothers over in uh, in California. But when he was on board, the company started to move slightly because he had an influence on them. And within 12 months of him coming on board, there were like 11 more outlets. And then within 25, um, within two years, there was another 20. So it was like almost one a month going well, like, up. I think he had a lot of quite um, influential friends, didn't he, old Ray? So like, he bought fucking he, Disney. He... he um, Got a lot of them to like buy into franchises in the beginning. He was more of a, he knew more businessmen. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so success is sort of coming in faster and faster. And in 1961, it seems like there was a lot of tensions between the McDonald's brothers and Ray. Uh, it was getting quite bad. Everyone had different visions. Obviously, the Mac Bros wanted to keep it a bit more low key, and Ray was like, "Fuck this! Let's go to the moon. Let's open one on the moon. Literally, that's what I want to do. Well, and let's get going." Ray, because there was. Did you have any idea when they introduced the golden arches? Yeah, it was after. Yeah, it was um, sixty three, I think. Okay, because yeah, it yeah. was. I've got it written down it in my notes somewhere. Somewhere along the way, there was um, one of them. At, they'd like had. Um, yeah, they had like this weird the, picture the, on the wall, didn't they? Of this, of these sort of like this restaurant with the golden arches. I think that the uh, the uh, I think it was either Dick or Maurice had the the golden arch, but they weren't like an M. They were just no, like they were like weird like. It was like the building, and at each end had yeah, that's it, yeah, the yeah. golden arches. And obviously, ultimately along the way, they M got macarized. They got macarized into the, what we know today. But so so Ray's like, how can I get rid of these dudes because they're not? They had the idea for the company, but they're not playing. Can I kill them? Shall I murder them? What can we do? <laughs> can <laughs> I kill them? <laughs> Can I kill him? Mm, so he's like, fuck it, I'll buy him out. So he bought the business off uh, Dick and Maurice for 2.7 million. Inflation adjusted, that's 21.5 million. Well, then they, they did it so that they got a million each after tax, didn't something they? Like that. Yeah, yeah. So it was something like that. So it's a few quid. But if you consider the company that they sold essentially for 
inflation adjusted 21 million he's worth inflation adjusted 100 billion now fuck i mean i'm not moaning but at they 20, also 20 didn't they, they they also agreed to royalties on a handshake yes which then they never got they were yeah, like supposed to get something like one percent and they never got that well apparently he'd be worth he, fucking ridiculous amounts of money now. Absolutely, it'd be insane. It'd be insane. Ray asked the McDonald's brothers to name their price. He was like, "Just let us." That's how they come to it. I don't know if it's that's what it's portrayed. How it's portrayed in the in the founder. Yeah, but he, he said, said "What, yeah, do, you, what do you want?" You, ask, yeah. It's he reckoned that two point seven was way over the odds. He was like, "It's not worth that." But I uh, I think the idea is worth that. So he he didn't even have the money either. He had to kind of blag it from a few mates. Paid them there two point seven. Sweet, and he had full control of the company then um, and he could do or steer the ship in any way that he wanted and global domination and I suppose being the biggest fast food chain in the world was his goal and it, it immediately started to move and move that way and one well, of the first things he did was call Walt Disney his old well, mate from ambulance days I remember, um, so I think one of the like pivotal things that they portray in the movie is um, that Ray wanted so a lot of the franchisers at that point were moaning about the costs of, um, uh, you know, like the the cost of running, uh, you know, the electrics of these these franchises because they had to have cold rooms for all the ice cream that made the milkshakes. Now yeah, the yeah. McDonald's brothers were extremely, in, you know, fr- frugal as fuck. Man. Well, no, they were intent on that you would never make the uh, the milkshakes out of anything other than proper ice cream. So. One of the franchisee's um, wives, who ends up being like leaving his hus- her husband and marrying Ray Kroc in the end. Okay, some of that Ray D. She um, found like a powdered milkshake. So this would cut the cost. First of all, they wouldn't have to run freezers and they wouldn't have to buy this expensive. Yeah, but you can't do that. Um, ice recipe. cream. Well, that, but that's where they are. He was saying to Mac- the McDonald's brothers, hey, I found this powdered milkshake. It would cut our costs by this much money. And they were like, definitive, no, you cannot make our milkshakes out of fucking powder. So then they, so that it was things like that that they were disagreeing on. He was like, this yeah, is yeah. going to save all our franchisees so much money. They're going to make way more profits. But they were like, no, you can't make. So he he basically started trying to like sell them out at that point. Yeah, because. And then he was and stuck in the so mud. So then they made it. They made the milkshakes out of powder, f- and then eventually they re- they reverted back. They realised they made a you know technology made a machine that just like instantly makes fucking ice cream, so they can you you know because how often do you go to McDonald's a lot? Oh, sorry, you can't have milkshake today because the machine's broken. See, that was a conspiracy. I was going to talk. I, I thought I looked into McDonald's. There is a lot. People get mad, don't they? Well, the conspiracy <laughs> is. Um, it's something like that. The, they say it's broke because at a certain time of night they have to close it down for cleaning. Yeah, and they can't be bothered to, to re- get, restart. It's like the a lot of people don't realise that, w- and they because people get mad. People get mad about McDonald's, don't they? Seen the freakouts. So people have freakouts. Freak yeah, about like they get really upset about the fact they can't have a fucking milkshake when they want one. Second of all, is that people get really upset, and believe me, I've been one of them. <laughs> when you like run late for a, a breakfast, yeah. and you like get there, can't do it now. and it's like one minute past ten thirty, and they're like. Oh, sorry, it you was, can't have it now. It was a lady in America that ordered. And you're like, why not? One <laughs> <laughs> more yeah, fucking yeah, breakfast. Yeah. And this because they they ch- they have to change the grill from, like, from so. pork to beef. So they 
once they've closed it down, they can't and cleaned it. You, they're not just going to slap another survive fucking... Survive in the wild with no food. One on there, so you can't... First world problems. Like, oh, I could just murder a Mackey's breakfast so right talking now. about murdering a Mackey's <laughs> breakfast, you was going on about people losing their shit. There was a woman, I d- I've got a name written down somewhere, but I can't be asked to find it, but she went in on, l- on lunch and ordered like a bacon cheeseburger and they gave it and it didn't have the bacon on it. She was like, what the fuck's this? And the manager's like, look, just come back tonight and I'll give you another one. So she went back and ordered a bacon cheeseburger and it didn't have the bacon on it. And oh she was God. like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then just shot everybody. <gasps> just killed like five Jesus or six people. Christ. People, people go mad. Sh- people go yeah, mad. Yeah, McDonald's they, free counts. They don't get what they want. It's like little children. And it wasn't until I was told that because a friend of ours kind of um, area manages quite a few franchises around here. And they t- and they told me that they it's because they closed down the the grill and clean it and they yeah. swap it over and yeah. once they've done that they can't just change it back again. So I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. So Ray spoke to older old Walt, his mate Walt Disney, and he was he said he wrote him a letter. He said, "I've recently taken over the natural national franchise of the McDonald's system. I would like to inquire if there may be any opportunities for a McDonald's in your Disney development." Oh fuck! Yeah, that's what I mean. The, it's it's what is this? You mean in like the did they? That's did, one of was the, fir- the Disney Disneyland a thing by then? Yes, yes, it was. Oh, okay. It was an emerging phenomena at the same time as as a, as a phenomenon, and they both happened. Like so you got the King of Walt, you got the King of, of the Disneyland. King. The King of Walt. I was going to call it Walt Disney. I don't know what the fuck it is. Mickey Walt. You've got, you got the King of Mickey World, Mr. Walt Disney, whose head's frozen. Then you've got like the King of, of McDonald's, uh, Roy, and then their paths crossed Roy. in, in, um, in uh, Ray. Ray. Sorry. I was it, say Roy. Fucking, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and their paths cross in that ambulance. In World War One, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then later on in life, they come they converge together, again, and yeah. one of them's fucking. He's invented Mickey, and you invented M- Mackey. This is <laughs> fucking insane. Mickey and Mackey were it again. Ray did not invent Mackey. Whatever, you know what I mean. <laughs> come on, man. Uh, and in, it was sixty-two actually. Then the golden arches were designed. That was um, Croc's modified idea, and he was calling himself the founder at this point. You see them plaques, don't you? Where he says he's the founder uh, in nineteen sixty-five. He's honestly, he's one of them, isn't he? No. I could just punch him in the face. No, I man. Could, if he was in here right now, I'd punch him in the face. What? I'd You're not the founder. I'm sorry. No, he's, You're yeah, not. No. You're just not the founder. Hannah's going to assault you. Hannah's going to. I'm going to punch you in the face I'd, for I'd, you. Look, I'm going to risk for prison for, here. for taking ideas other people have done. And making them your own, you dirty little monkey. You thief. So there were 700 outlets around, uh, I think, at the States in 1965. Ronald McDonald, that creepy-ass oh motherfucking clown, he, he came bit. along as well in 65. Have you seen the early versions of him? Oh, he looks like a serial killer, I like d- if you put I a costume to do, on to kill people. I had to do a Jesus, whole freaking... I, I worked for weeks on a presentation about Ronald McDonald. Believe me, I know every facet of that weird clown. Good, because you're going to have to put some of them creepy clown pictures on for the episode. Fucking creepy motherfucker. He is. And all those weird, like, burger, like Mr. Burger and oh, Mr. Yeah, yeah. Chips and all that weird. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Chips. Chips. Uh, so they, op- they opened the first international store in 1967 in Canada. That's not opening it in Wales, though. It doesn't really count. But the, c- the, com- <laughs> the company was growing, right? How are you? <laughs> right, the company was growing. Canada's just a little bit bigger than Wales, though. No, but, but it's international. <laughs> you start saying I've got an international... Anyway... I'm taking a piss. Uh, Croc died in 84, 1984. And um, obviously Damn when it, he... Damn it, I never got to punch him in the face. Yeah, no, he died a year before I was born. Oh, you, you wouldn't want to punch him. He'd sue the bollocks off you. Um, but under his control, by the time of his death, there was something like 7,500 uh, McDonald's outlets in the United States. Um, and 
they were in 31 countries globally as well. They're in a lot more now. And the combined sales at this point in 1983 were 8 billion. So that's fucking mega money. And um, and Big Ray was worth 600 million himself when he went. Uh, but obviously the, the, uh, the company continued to grow enormously. And we'll take a break now because my throat needs a drink. And... Um, I've got some like stats and numbers and shit on the amount of food that they shift and it's fucking nuts but we'll come back after the break bye So today there are approximately, and I say approximately, 40,000 McDonald's globally with apparently one store or one restaurant. I don't want to call it a restaurant. Is that should It is a restaurant, well, definitely. What, what does it do, Tom? Yeah, I know, but it's like when you say restaurant... It's not a store. You don't go and pick... You know, you don't go and buy stuff from you know fucking I mean. McDonald's to fucking make your own Big Mac. You, you wouldn't go call the chip shop make a fucking it. restaurant. Uh, yeah, you do. It's a, they make the food for you. It's a fa- <laughs> well, no, okay, it's a fast food restaurant. That's, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So they um, apparently add another outlet every 14 hours, which is pretty fucking crazy, consistently. Well, like I say, I worked for uh, a time oh, we on go. the packaging. I did this. And yeah, you know, just hats off to me because I did all of it. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I did none of it. I and, invented um, the McDonald's. I invented Mac. McDonald's. <laughs> um, there, we had this like map at the back of the studio that had um, like Mac locations. All of Mac, Mac, Mac like, locations. There was like there were countries that I had never even heard of, but they have a McDonald's. But like really exotic, like, really, far off locations, really like Scotland. Remote, yeah, like. Wales and Scotland, no. really remote places that I'd never even heard of and didn't know existed that have a McDonald's franchise on there. Oh yeah, they're everywhere, man. They're everywhere. Like the pa- and the They've thing been is, to space. What also makes you realise that the crazy a difference between, say, like England, US, Japan, like the different types of because obviously when you create the packaging you have to create every iteration of that packaging across all countries all cultures all cultures all countries throughout the world so say like something we never get here in the uk is the mcrib which is extortionately um popular in the us which is like a weird like rib formed thing that you put in a bun you know you know mcribs aren't made of ribs no it's like formed it's a heart scalded stomach and tripe Mm, lovely um and uh, like Japan and China have some really weird. I've got like, some. Stuff. I've got some like um um uh, foods from around different types of yeah, around like the world. The really some of them like are fucking crazy. Random things that you get, and you just like. I'd like it's like the all day breakfast. They started doing that in um, the US, and like you're like yeah, all day breakfast. And then it's you cook, eight thousand miles And then away. it's like oh, it's only in the US. Damn it, Fuck motherfuckers! You. I'd love that. But yeah, they do extend it to 11, p- 11 p.m. though, 11 a.m. here. We get an extra half an hour now no, to no, get you it. You get no Macs. Well, you get no Macs at the moment. It's a no Macs. In, we're in a Macless <laughs> environment. We're in a Macless environment. I really want a McDonald's. In New York, there's apparently four McDonald's per square miles with a total of 83 in, in, uh, in New York City. And that makes perfect sense, though, doesn't it? It does. You'd yeah. be like, how many Macs can we fit in, in New York? Did you? I, I'm, not, fit I, in. I'm not sure that you would have... Um, maybe come across this but 
it, there's this whole like conspiracy. It's not even a conspiracy. It's like the the large cups of coke are the same as the, like yeah. when you talk when you pour one into the other. Yeah, they are. It's pretty much exactly the same amount. They're there's like cheating like you with like uh, this like visually like making the top the cup look I think taller. A me- I think a medium is markedly larger than a uh, than a small. But, but the medium to large isn't, isn't that the isn't same? No, pretty much amount of fluid. It all depends on how much ice they put in. <laughs> And also, no, but honestly, the cups, actually, I think it's very minimal, the amount of change, because they make the cups look taller, but they make them slightly thinner, so that you end up with, ounce-wise, the same kind of amount of liquid. Pretty much. It is pretty much that. But from what I, can, what I've su- what I saw... That does but then they go to, like, supersize, and it's like a bucket. <laughs> <laughs> what, don't do that, man. That's too much sugar. A bucket of Coke. So they whatever. feed... Globally, they feed 68 million people a day, which is apparently 1% of the population of the Earth. And essentially, it's the population of the United Kingdom. 68 million people. When which means McDonald's it, feeds the UK... They could feed the well, UK yeah, but constantly, that's not, when you think which is insane. I thought it'd be more than that, to be honest. Sixty-eight it's million. What the whole of England being fed by one co- one company consistently yeah, forever? Even small man. It's sixty-eight million people. There's eight billion people in the world. But it's one percent. Is that's quite small? They do seventy-five hamburgers a second, apparently, which seems low if you consider there's something like forty thousand restaurants. But I don't know. Is it seventy-five a second? You would imagine that at some no, point every one of them forty thousand restaurants is doing a burger. Yeah, I mean... So surely it'd be like 40,000 burgers a second. Yeah, I would I would imagine you'd get more out of that many restaurants across the world. Maybe. But they're not all making... No, no, that's They're the not thing. making the same thing all at the same time, are they? I guess. No, uh, well, I mean, obviously I There's didn't... There's quite a lot on I, the menu I didn't now. spend a lot of time trying to figure out whether the uh, the research behind whether they do what's, 75 what's, hamburgers. What do they sell most of? Did you find out? Yes, I've got a top 10 of their... Oh, okay. um, I've, I've got everything, son. Everything, um, so cash-wise, they do roughly roughly 30 billion a year, which in revenue makes them, I suppose that would make them around about, <laughs> it comes in shockingly, at the 90th largest economy on the earth, <laughs> richer than Mongolia. Fucking hell. <laughs> McDonald's is richer than Mongolia. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me, the amount of bloody McDonald's there are. And they've got 1.7 million employees. I think we spoke about that earlier. There's more. That's more people in the population of Luxembourg. And they are the second largest employer in the world. Uh, Walmart's Not at the got moment. <laughs> Walmart's got two point three million people, and they are. I think this is on the. Um, the I think there's that they are the world's largest supplier of toys. I'm, oh, I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. that on that. On their yeah, through their um, happy just meals. for happy meals. Yeah, which should just be called sad meals. What's in a happy meal? It's like free chips. It's just a half s- a nugget. It's just a smaller amount of food, isn't it? So. It's it's made for kids. It's got instead of six nuggets, you get four, and you get a smaller fri- frips. Get smaller frips, and you get a little little drink. You know the Queen owns a McDonald's. No, I didn't know. Oh, that. I've been to it. What? She so she's a franchise. She owns a franchise. <laughs> yes, yeah, well, she, I think she owns the entire retail park. Oh, okay. You know well, I mean? that's different then. She hasn't like franchised out a, the the Royal McDonald's. Actually, oh, you could be, that'd be wicked. <laughs> McRoyals. McRoyal. God almighty. That's like <laughs> prestige to no prestige. <laughs> All in the same. Yeah, yeah. In the same title. I wonder if she likes McDonald's. Oh, yeah, I wonder if she's had one. I wonder if she's had a Mackie. She must have. Nah. Yeah. The queen. I reckon she's like, go get me a McDonald's breakfast. Pretty I really like one today. Pretty good that was actually to begin with. Went off at the end. To begin, yeah, it was shit at the end. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... 
Some muck researchers have worked out that McDonald's have sold 247 billion beef burgers in their time, right? Which works out to be a hell of a lot of cows. There's a lot of moo-moos. A lot of cows, and they've done the maths on this, right? And someone reckons, uh, these uh, muck statisticians, said that you can get 2,024 burgers from a single cow, right? And if you've got 20... Uh, 247 billion burgers sold totally worldwide. That works out to um, be 122 million cows slaughtered just for the purpose of McDonald's. And uh, they have sales figures for each year. So in the past five years, McDonald's reckon they've served around um, 5 billion burgers a year, which equals 25 million cows per year just for burgers or 67,680 cows slaughtered per day just for fucking macos. That's crazy. Well, not really when you think about... One company's killing, slaughtering 70,000 cows a day. Yeah, well, they're not doing... They're they're not personally slaughtering the cows. The cows would be slaughtered anyway and they're buying the meat. Yeah, I know, but... You just... just no, no, You're no. Just finding I mean, like I'm not putting links. I'm links, saying that you. you no, know, no, I'm you're, not link, putting you're linking how much, how many cows died to make that amount of meat. They're yeah, not yeah. going right. Let's sort seventy thousand cows today no, in the I McDonald's slaughterhouse. I, <laughs> I know that, but it works out. The amount of meat apparently works out to be that many. Yeah, that's that, a crazy amount of cows a day. Those cows are being slaughtered anyway. Yeah, I know they for are. For the various, but it's things. a crazy amount of cows it's that they're eating. A lot of eating. cows. Yep. They go it's, not, it's, not be- it's beef burgers. What do you expect? Yeah, they go How many pigs do they kill? Two, two billion eggs in a year, apparently. Which well, is uh, own America alone. Yeah, so I mean, and they go for nine million pounds of fries a day. In in the <laughs> in the UK, they like tote that they um yep, only still starving people. They only make the stuff from you know British farmers. So they only make they buy chips. Not they don't buy chips. They buy <laughs> potatoes from British farmers. They buy. Free range eggs from British farmers. And I just, I don't. I mean, it might be it obviously, obviously it has to be true if it's, but I don't know if it's like that everywhere else. Like the US, do they? Like, they're not really like. I'm not. I don't know because I don't like see adverts for McDonald's from the US. But they I just can't imagine they can. that they're like to keep costs down. They're just, they're just getting meat anywhere, aren't they? Probably. No, I think there's. I mean, they're they're a massive com- company. They have to adhere to standards, especially in food. They're not yeah. like. Because there's this thing like um, they say we only. They're trying to be super open though. I watch, you know, they like. They have to be. They work. They work with, uh, you know, different um, influencers and stuff like that. To and they actually like invite people into. Influencers, I love that word. I know, yeah. Invite people into, um, you know, to like film inside their like factories to show. Look, yeah, you might. Everyone might. Everyone might think that McDonald's is, you know, like churning up cow eyeballs and bollocks and no, tails and that. things that's, that's but they're mad. not and then they are using they crack the eggs every, you know you can tell they crack every you know they crack eggs every day <laughs> <to begin laughs> like do you reckon they crack all the eggs for everybody in that yeah. i don't think they do they i do. think the, the amount of space that all of that racking would take up for the eggs yeah, i think yeah, the eggs probably they don't, no, do they, they don't, they they're don't not coming come like um pre like no they don't come preformed. they like actually if you really? like, you actually look and watch them cooking they, they there must be a muck egg there's cracker a guy, just going mucking there's mad a guy cracking fucking those Eggs into little, like a whole tray of little round fucking. So he just he must be like. Because sometimes the you'll best get egg cracker. you'll get like a um, McMuffin that is like the egg is just like perfectly cooked in it, yeah. and then other times you get and most of the times you get it's like rubber, so you get the old one that's like just cooked right because they are cooking them. If it was all one perfectly like formed egg, 
the fact that they're all I'm sure, smashed I'm as sure, well. I'm sure there's people working for McDonald's listening to this. Um, they're pretty smashed. Like when you actually get yeah, it, it's nice. like it's all a broke. You know, if you were thinking like if they were doing it in production out and they were being sent pre Two like pre cooked eggs, it would all be perfect, wouldn't it? They'd all be perfectly Maybe. round, perfectly like cracked into the forms. Have you, uh, have you had any strange objects turn up in your McDonald's food? Um, maybe like a stone. Oh, a stone? Yeah, I've had like a... St- a pebble? No, just not a like rock. a pebble, like, but something like a piece of, like a large piece of grit. Oh, a large piece of grit. In the worst, the, the most, 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 it's not even really bizarre, but I, I went to... Um, don't say KFC. No, I, I will talk about KFC. It's <laughs> getting a spine, because I don't know what you expect, it's chicken. You, you don't expect, if you got a, sp- a piece of vertebrae in a McDonald's, in a, in a Big Mac, that would put yeah, you off. Cause it, because it's a ground beef, like, you, so when, I you, went when to you KFC, get whole chicken... So I went to KFC. Oh, I got a I'd spine. He won't eat like chicken on the bone just because of that. No, I do experience. eat chicken. I oh, know. I will eat chicken, chicken on the bone. I'm not bothered about meat on the bone, but I'm not going to KFC because I ordered like uh, what was it like thigh or like something a like that. And no, you ordered a bucket, whatever it was, and it had and it was like a spine. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you know. Yeah, like that, and no, you, last you checked that, that Look, chickens have spines. I know they have spines, and I know cows have spines. And when you buy spines, chicken on I, the bone, yeah, but I know the, cows the have spine, spine, and they're not my burgers. Yeah, because, but you're not. <laughs> Come on, man. They're not going to. They're not going to like eyeballs as well. They're not going to quarter up a fucking cow and serve that because cows are massive. So chickens, <laughs> they have spines and they're small. So when they quarter up a chicken. Fuck it's gonna have a KFC. Spine. Look, never trust the takeaway outlet where they give you beans in a tin. The fuck that, man. Uh, oh yeah, and it, beans in a what? Beans, man. Where they give you them fucking little tubs of beans. Yeah, fuck, I'm not have, you, beans. Beans, baked beans. You're giving me chicken with spine in. You're giving me baked beans and a piece of fucking sweet corn. Get fucked. <laughs> Get out of town, Colonel. Uh, I was reading about this kid, this girl. It was in 2008. She found. Um, Teen, a young teenage girl, so it's probably going to put her off any max forever. She was eating a burger and there's a bit of metal in it. She was like, what's this fucking piece of metal? Took it out and they did some testing. It turns out that it was uh, a piece of uh, a vet's hypodermic needle which had been used to vaccinate animals like well before slaughter. So oh, something shit. snapped off in this Cow. cow's back and he's been walking around for time yeah, with I this mean, thing. Like there's going to be someone somewhere... Oh, like there's, I, there's, there's I once bought a, and the thing is, you can't do fuck all about it. I once bought a uh, roll of like, um, this is not McDonald's related at all, but a roll of like, what are they cloths, dishcloths. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, like dishcloths, but like on like a kitchen roll type thing. So you rip one off and use it, and I s- ripped it off, screwed it up into the sink, you know, to get it wet, squished it with my hands. I, Without a stabbing pain in my hands, unfurled it, and there's fucking razor in there. Right, it's an AIDS razor. That's how you. And you're I was done. like, and I, I went to the shop and was like, um, the fuck, bitch. There's a fucking razor blade in <laughs> this fucking thing, and he was like, oh well, we don't, we don't, we don't. This is just. Yeah, I, I don't we care what you say. Yeah, we yeah. don't produce and it. I just you have beat to, you up. You have to contact the company. I was like, oh, fucking hell. The geezer um, found some chewing gum inside his burger when he took a bite oh, out of it. Oh, that's rank. A young girl in Sweden um, found a condom oh, in, her f- no. <laughs> in her fries, but that's got to have been placed in there. Or yeah, she's yeah. bullshit. Because some of this stuff is, I think, they're have a go heroes. That are d- because if you put, surely if you put like a condom in a fryer, that'd been it. At least the sperm would have been, you oh, know, some sort of creamy, so crispy. Gross. And Ooh. then. Um, well, there's, all, there's awful people out there who well, do stuff chi- like that. A chicken head's been found in in um like fried n- in nuggets before. A whole chicken head. It's yeah, you got in, in terms. And, you of sh- and you're saying it's fine for a spine to be in there with KFC. But when it comes to a head at McDonald's, oh no no no. A Ch- head, double right. standard. A double head. Sta- they've got chickens. They've got heads as well as spines. You know, double yeah, standards. But when 
when you quarter up a chick, when you buy a chicken from the supermarket, buying. it has its spine in. Look, it doesn't have its head on it. Like they <laughs> cut the head off. Like it's like you don't go to the shop unless you go to Wing Yip and get head and feet on your freaking chicken. Like the, the like black. <laughs> you can get black chickens there. That's freaking creepy. Uh, they're mouldy. Um, oh, and century eggs. <laughs> Oh, we spoke about century eggs before Ugh. in a delicacy episode. Gross. So Ooh, I think people I, eat that. Like, it's wrong with you. I think a few of these people are like have a go heroes. I really think that they're in it to try and get a few quid. Um, yeah. yeah. There's a there's a girl um, called. Oh, I have an interesting. <laughs> a- a- Emily uh, McHugh, <laughs> which I thought was a great name. No mucking coincidence there. Um, she reckons she found maggots in her child's Happy Meal. She took pictures. And McDonald's are doubtful about this. And they're like, hang on a second. Well, how the fuck have you found... How are the maggots alive in that chicken nugget when it's been through the fucking fryer? That sounds yeah, like you're you just trying find, to... You can find maggots in anything. And like fucking... Like, yeah, but, is it people opening up grapes with maggots in? Yeah, I found a maggot f- in a walnut once. Yeah, but not from a, a fryer. Yeah, yeah, immediately no. said they're just, just trying to hear us I know let's go let, we need some money let's go to McDonald's and f- throw fella, some maggots on our fucking dinner and fella called they... um, Ron Morais Mor- Mor- whatever fella called Ron uh, he found a um, good old Ron a, a dead mouse and in, t- in his coffee just oh, sitting at the bottom god it, that's like that's gone a mouse has gone into a cup got stuck nah nah pest and control they, they doubted it apparently the pest control came up and had a look and because obviously mcdonald's didn't know about this this guy went to um like standards before and then they turned up and sort of swooped in and they have stringent pest control it's all records yeah, are in, and they said bring us the bring us the rat then bring us the mouse whatever let's have a look at it oh i've uh i chucked it away and they're like fuck off mate yeah i think um like mcdonald's isn't <clears> gonna <throat> poison you they're like everything is so strict. Well, no, there. Even with like, even with the best intent in the world, some bits will get through. No, yeah, like that needle like thing. Like that needle. is McDonald's would never ever, and that that didn't happen anywhere near McDonald's. Like they were provided meat that they ground that had fucking hypodermic needle in it. It's like how they would never have known that. Like in, it's impossible to know. Okay. So what about a um a tooth being found in a in a portion of fries? Oh, tough. Yeah, and Oof. again, right, they reckoned that that was bollocks because the, the tooth, when they brought it in, some fucking half-wits trying to get a million dollars out of them or yeah. something, the, uh, the tooth still had raw gum on it, so it hadn't oh. been... Go- <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Give me your kid. Where's your kid's mouth? Yeah, because... You fucker. It, like, the thing is, what, like, what... First of all, let's just, let's, just break, let's just break that one down a little bit. Yeah. So, if... It's the same with cockroach let's, in let's, a hash let's brown. Let's find... I, and more that's more understandable but let's let's really think that through okay so if a mcdonald's employee had lost a tooth in the process of making the fries surely they'd have bled like a motherfucker over everything I'm assuming they're an adult teeth don't just fall <laughs> out and not bleed like you go to the dentist and you get fucking wads of shit in your mouth to stop the bleeding so that is just someone's put it in somewhat yeah like that is it, uh, Come on, like if you're gonna try, you gotta think smart about it. And like, th- how how would you think that through? But there's the thing is that when you say think smart, I don't know whether this one was kind of like a pulled effort like or people were just put something in there that might have crawled in by accident. Well, don't just fucking what about put a, a human a, tooth. What about a dead rat in a salad? Now this was a thing back in 2006. Three people sued one specific McDonald's franchise because of dead rats turning up in the salad. Right <clears throat> now the case was dismissed. Um, and the people who uh, 
initially were trying to sue McDonald's, weren't willing to discuss any details, and the evidence of the rat, which other than photographic evidence, there is no real proof it's there. Um, they all kind of shut the fuck up. And it seems that there was maybe some form of settlement outside of court to these three specific people. So I don't know whether these people knew each other, but it's, it's either weird that three people said that we had rats in our salad and it's you, or did they were they working together they, to yeah. try... And, but if they're independent out of each of court. other. But were I mean, they independent, lo- though? A lot of people will do that, though, won't they? They'll, Matt Don- the thing is, you go up against McDonald's, and you, are you going up against the best you're getting potential... In a McLe- you're having a right McLawsuit? Yeah, like potential lawyers that you could possibly ever come up... You know, they're, they're going to... they got the money to buy the best lawyers in the world. So I just don't... You still can win, though, because what about... It was in 1992. There was a 79-year-old woman who sued them for spilling hot coffee. Remember? Do you remember hearing about that? No. There was a, 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 com- I, was a, um, I was like eight. No, but there was a more recent case as well Seven. where someone had tried it. Well, I mean, understandably, if they've like if they've scalded someone by accident, no, they've scalded themselves. You sit down with the coffee in between your lap and spill it on your vajay, and then you try and sue them and say it's too hot. That's what happened. (laughs) She was awarded six hundred and forty grand. She's awarded something like two point five million, but after like um, deductions from court costs or some bollocks like that, she came out with six hundred and forty grand. But how can you be? How can you hold them? Well, that's like suing them for being obese. It's just like it's your your fault. It's your own dumb fucking. You stupid. It was was something to do with the the coffee should be served between this temperature and this temperature, like between seventy five. Yeah, and it was like it was like eighty five plus. It was meant to be between. I don't know enough to scald her basically. Yeah, but. It's not their fault that they... No, and it's fucking get, boiling guess, coffee. I mean... If you trip over your shoelace, yeah, because you, you've left you're gonna, it... You're is gonna that your s- fucking... You're going to sue fucking vans for, like, making shoelaces that do you know what came I mean? undone. The fuck? Or do you just not do your shoelace in a double knot and just your own stupid su- fault? It's suing culture, innit, Yeah, man? yeah. There's, there's always people out there who are looking to make money off of nothing. So they look for the big companies and then go, okay, what can I do here to make... Mo- like, to try and sue them to make some money? Very often they're not going to win because these are these people are fucking retards in the first place. But they, there can, are they can do that, and there's m- like legit like come m- on muck retards. You le- legitimate, you know they're going to like test the shit out of everything that you're trying yeah. to say is tomatoes, so man. They're worth t- hundred rat, billion. Like, like you say that you know, if there's a mouse in the bottom of a cup, they bring it here. Like. Gone and they sent they sent all of the like health and safety people in before McDonald's even knew it was a thing going on. That's what it sounds Th- like. And they're clean as a whistle. Like they're not cleaned it after the fact because no, they, didn't they didn't even know, know it was going on. So, but having said that, there are s- some legitimate muck lawsuits. Like when two uh, two teenagers uh, were killed in Peru whilst I think they were cleaning like a coffee machine or something, and they got electrocuted. Oh shit! And it fucking whacked them. Their family's got twenty seven million. That's yeah. a muck payout, well, that that's is. T- yeah, that, that's the death of... S- the thing is, it's not just like, oh, I found something in that food. It's like someone died. It's like, oh, I've turned into a crisp. Yeah, <laughs> someone died. It's like, um, you know, a lot of... Uh, there's, there's been a lot of this has been happening, rec- well, I'll say recently, in the last few years, where, um, you know, these kids um, have died from huge, like massive like allergic food reactions to things in food that aren't properly labeled so oh like, yeah, like pret poppy seed or some shit yeah like sesame seeds and stuff like so there's that girl who died on a flight didn't she because she'd eaten a sandwich from pret that it, had it sesame in like it but the thing is pret didn't so I don't, they've changed it now i think but when you when you go into pret and you pick up a sandwich 
It just says... Be careful, you may die. <clears throat> no, it says on the label, on like the shelf, so you pick like, oh, I'm going to have that chicken and bacon sub or whatever, bagel, and it says it, ingredients on the label. It doesn't say the ingredients on the actual package itself. Yeah. So if you pick it up and it doesn't say it, food allergens in this food, it's so Pret have had a hard time recently. But you think about it, whatever, if you invent... That's legitimate. Those people have died yeah, of because course, of, but lack of lack of the businesses. If like you invent anything that's going to be mass produced and sent out... Did you know that Pret's also owned by McDonald's? Fucking <laughs> m- m- <laughs> millions. But but anything that you make and mass... Like if you like, okay, Velcro or, or um, uh, sellotape, or you know, uh, like a, a hairband. If you're mass, you, you know, the minute that you release that hairband, well, someone's going to die. And you're like, how many? How many? Someone's ha- going to put it around their neck and yeah. strangle well, themselves. Anything. Shelves. It could be anything, like a, a sponge to, to clean. Like this is a new type of sponge that we get to do your dishes, and you're like, we've got the deal. It's going to be rolled out across fifty countries. We're going to make a hundred millions. You're like, some millions cons- and some, billions. Someone's going to get killed by that sponge. Yeah, some. <laughs> someone will get killed by that Velcro. Someone will get killed by that burger. Someone will get. Someone's yeah. going to die. Someone's going to die. Someone's something. going to spill the coffee on their vajay. Someone, someone's going to poke their eye out with a metal okay. straw somewhere along the way. Yeah, absolutely. Global top tens coming in at number ten. What do you reckon it is? And you get points. What, you don't get points. What? F- like favorite items oh. on the on the you menu. Just sort of global Glo- top tens of what? <laughs> yeah, but I probably should have explained that a little bit more. Global this top is tens. In Go from for it. People poking Go. out their eye. No, you're wrong. Number um, number ten was the ants. What? Oh, <laughs> number ten. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, you might get born with 10 so I might skip to 5 after a couple <laughs> ten, ten, 10 seems like it might be a lot for the purpose of this okay yeah, top, to five. Five. top 5 let's go top 5 <laughs> like it, yeah it's a bad idea really yeah it makes much more sense than 5 uh, number 5 chicken nuggets no it's the uh, it's the McMuffin how many calories oh, McMuffin, I was gonna say calories that. 100 100 no, no, uh, 700 it's, it's 470 oh, okay number 4 uh, the the chicken nuggets. Happy meal. Oh. 595 calories. Number three. Come on. This is a... This <laughs> is like a genre. Like chicken nuggets. This is, a, this is like a, uh, a category chicken, of chicken food. Chicken nuggets has got to be up there. Oh. Chicken nuggets. Uh, no, snack wraps. Which, oh, what? Yeah, yeah, well, this is global. Just because you like chicken nuggets doesn't mean that they yeah, like chicken nuggets. Yeah, but kids love chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets come in at number seven. Oh. Well, if, okay. I'd, if I'd gone from 10 down, I would have got well, chicken so nuggets somewhere. <laughs> now it's a good idea, just because you want to get a point, even though I'm not giving any points out. Number t- Okay, what's number two? It's got to be like the cheeseburger. No. The Big Mac. Yeah. <laughs> How many calories? Uh, 500. And? 20. Oh, 540. I almost give you that one. Number one. Cheeseburger. French fries. Oh. Where's the cheeseburger coming? Cheeseburger comes in. We should have just gone from top ten. <laughs> no, <laughs> should we to do number ten to number five? <laughs> uh, no, that was number nine. So number ten is McGriddles. Then it's a cheeseburger, premium salad. What's a McGriddle? I don't fucking know. So <laughs> it's McGriddle breakfast sandwich. But this is the thing, man, because that the reason uh, there's so many weird things around the world, like like hidden menus, like the um. The Filito Shrimp Burger. Have you heard of that fucker? The Filito Shrimp. What the oh. fuck? Well, it's like the Filito Fish, but with shrimp, isn't it? Muck Noodles in Austria. Muck Noodles. Sounds a bit wank. Uh, muck Curry Pan, which is an Indian curried vegetable, like in a baked bread, like pan or tray or whatever. It's like you were saying before about like yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to adapt the uh, the packaging for the uh, for the culture. But yeah, obviously they're eating stuff which is how well, can we fast food? No, you don't adapt the how packaging. Can, how can we fast food the, the curry? The food is adapted so massively for each culture. So like what you get in 
the US to the you know the UK to India to I don't know fucking Everywhere. Japan like what about this one sounds amazing the apricot sundae which is in uh, Turkey yeah. that sounds banging pineapple oreo mcflurry oh that sounds rank from colombia mm. <laughs> pineapple and oreo doesn't sound good okay what about this one you gotta name the country mashed potato burger topped with bacon and mashed potatoes um canada no china oh they love ma- mashed potato mashed potato remember, burger like, mashed potato. isn't it like a hash brown i suppose it's like fried potato yeah sounds like it doesn't it i'm not gonna finish out with um talk about this super fan this guy's called um Mike Fountain, not Fountain. <laughs> that's, Fountain. Like the, that's like uh, Hyacinth <laughs> Bouquet yeah, yeah, from yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Keeping Up Appearances. Well, it's not Bucket, it's Bouquet. <laughs> he's a 60-year-old from Pennsylvania and he's been collecting uh, Mackey's merchandise for 45 years. Oh, I bet he's got a fucking... He's got, so he's got every little toy. He's got 75,000 pieces of plastic tat stored in his house, <laughs> right? Tat. His collection takes up nine rooms and it's it's spilled over something like um, into into a, a barn. He's got a, a 2,700 square foot barn, nine rooms. How fucking rich is this fella? Uh, his house in the pictures looks like a cheap tacky gift shop, just full of bright colour. I mean, you can imagine it, like fucking crap plastic cups and... Clown standing in the corner. Oh, a fucking he's, he's got every. Remember that all the cups, all the glasses. Do you remember that when yeah. they did that for a while? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they um they did uh they did <laughs> they did uh like like I can't remember what it was now. Like you collect a certain amount of a muck muck shit, and you get like a free you get like a new free coloured Coke glass. If you come you. to McDonald's, you get some muck tats you can take <laughs> home, and you get a muck it's like a gla- c- like cupboard. Thing. It just proves if I, if I had someone had a cupboard full of those glasses, how many McDonald's they ate? Yeah, it would because <laughs> you had to like eat ten Big Mac meals to get this fucking one glass. Yeah, you don't want McDonald's cups in your house. Fuck them off. If this geezer's house down right, he's got something like nine miles of shelving in his house filled with McDonald's tat. If his if his pace went down and burnt, that would create a new hole in the ozone layer. It's like a plastic house, man. <laughs> it would McDonald's doormats, calm down, mate. Shitloads of happy well, meal a, toys. There's, there's nothing wrong with having a collection. And Actual burger boxes really like, and yeah. like cut, so he's got like right. So okay, everybody, this is coming from the guy that has a fucking mouldy. Chicken oh, nugget yeah. no, that's in a per- jar yeah. in the garage. It's been that. there for I don't know the, the, five the, years at least. Um, no, no, we, we did it on the podcast. No, you didn't. We that, did. That, that was the, the fifty nugget challenge, and I kept the nugget and I kept and I put it in there. Oh, that's where it's how from. Long, how long ago was the fifty nugget challenge? About two years ago. So two years, fine. It's been two years. It's it's fucking yeah, mummified. The, there was a reason. Because he was like, oh, this stuff doesn't go off. And it immediately it, went mouldy. It does. And it's interesting because there's this fella. It's, um, like, it's like people think Twinkies don't ever go off. They do. Yes, they do. I had one come out. They I had fucking one go rank. off. Yeah, it goes off really fast. But there's a fella. I, I, I didn't write him down. I think he was like some, from like Scandinavia or some shit like that. And he... Um, was it Iceland? I no, it was Iceland. About that Iceland. They shut down like all their Macs or something like that. Fuck, fuck McDonald's off. So he he got like one of the last burger and fries, and he kept, he's kept it in a box for ten years. He even donated it to like the McDonald's museum or something like that. And it's got an online streaming <laughs> website so people can look in at the. But people go around his house to look at this thing. Ten years, it looks fine. But my nugget, which is like two years old, it's like it went mouldy straight away, and now and it's like half the size it was. I think it's like it's like. It went mouldy and then mummified, so now it's like I, I 
that jar is never being opened. You don't know what's going to, like, pathogen you might release from that jar. No, you can't, don't, don't open that. No. No, that's just, the whole jar goes away now. That's it. It's like, that, what is it? I can't remember the, there's something you can't, like, um, I think it's some kind of Scandinavian um, delicacy. You're not allowed to open it under, like, in any close spaces. Yeah, yeah. It's like a, some kind of, like, fermented fish. In a tin. Oh, what's it called? I yeah. can't remember. We spoke about that on the Delicacies episode. And it's like... We're all over this food shit, man, on this <laughs> yeah, podcast. We're all on it. Fucking chicken nugget challenge. You know, yeah, there's a McDonald's It's still in it, the right? garage, if everyone wonders. And you know, yeah, yeah you, uh, whoever wins this, this gets episode... The chi- gets the you, jar. We'll get you a, a, a mouldy nugget. Retail <laughs> <laughs> wine. Honestly, it's like... I feel like it's a biohazard by this point. I might label it, it, it biohazard. Definitely is, it definitely is a biohazard. It was a biohazard before it went mouldy. <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, not really, because Rob ate, like, how many did he eat? Like, 40, 35 of them or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the chicken nugget challenge that we did. Rob ate 50 and a bottle of Prosecco, and then we he threw the... He didn't uh, eat the lot. Yeah, I think he got to 48, and then the snipers had a go as well. That, I don't know what episode that was. That was back in the day. That yeah, was that was, I was on years that. Ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, did yeah. we live stream it? Yes. Yeah, we live streamed the yeah. fucking lot, man. Um... I think that will round it off for Mackies. I've got some other shit here, but I, f- I thought that it might get a bit tedious if I'm going on about McDonald's for too long. No, people love McDonald's, though. They do love it, and it's a people good distraction. People love, love it enough to like go t- to have crazy tantrums about it when they don't get what they want. A bloke converted his house into a McDonald's in Maine. In like um, was it Newport, Freeport, Free- yeah, Freeport. It was a 160 year old mansion, and McDonald's wanted to move into the uh, into the to the area, but they got like really strict. Like building regulation, so they could. So the only way they could do it was buy an eight, like a eight a house from fucking the seventeen hundreds or some shit, and just com- convert the inside of it into <laughs> a McDonald's. So cool. It looks like a normal house, and you go through the front door, and you, he's got you can eat like a McDonald's in his lounge. But it's like, like they, the kitchen, he's he's frying up a. The <laughs> McDonald's like when they redo it, like a they store. Got one in Guantanamo they like as well. they like build stuff on stuff. So like when if you were to dismantle a McDonald's store, it would be like going through history of like decoration because yeah. they don't take up too long to stuff. Rip out. so they like they figured out a way of like anchoring the like um some clever fucker somewhere made some special bolt that they could anchor the furniture to the like tiles on tiles on tiles on tiles yeah 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 is that eventually you're gonna like get to the door and you have to climb up some steps just there to was, the amount of tiles yeah there, is, there was <laughs> there something are. like that i remember uh, it might have been Dan actually was telling me years and years ago that he knew someone or somebody I knew knew somebody that invented a bolt that was very specific. Yeah, was that the I one? Think, I think that might have been Rich. Was it Rich? Yeah, because he he I yeah think he, and he like made loads of money just from a fucking bolt. Yeah, because just for because McDonald's. They, it, yeah, what? because they were like they were okay, so it's going to cost us millions and billions and billions to get it all to get it up. all ripped up. We, but we also can't, we, we've got like tile on tile now, so we can't anchor our furniture to the floor. So this guy invented a special bolt to do it yeah. and then made millions and billions and billions from that. So Lots there you go. Millions and billions. So that was McDonald's. It was a McDonald's. There's a lot more to it than an hour and a half podcast. But I uh, mean, it was McDonald's. Yeah, and McDonald's. it's not, yeah, something to uh, distract uh, your brains. I'm like really hungry now. I could just smash a McDonald's. You can't because they're all closed. Damn it. I tell you who else can't. It's our social media winner for last week, and that's Ben Ryan. He definitely can't have a McDonald's because they're all closed. They're all closed. Um, Sorry, Ben. You yes. can have the, the biohazard chicken nugget if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send us your details, mate, and I'll put you on the list regarding um, getting stuff sent out. 
Um, I've not forgot everybody like we said at the beginning. No, it's just you know obviously. It's just it is what it is. Time, Everyone's got times, it. times as they are. It's we really don't want to put more stress on the postal service than they than we possibly have to right now. But so. everybody's got everybody yeah. that has won. You, it's all here. You're all it's there. Already. You're ready to go. There'll be a big You'll get it. Whatever you know what I mean. They don't care. Um, we'll be back with I think Rob at some point during the week. Um, and we're going to start doing. Are we going to try and get him on the? These topic ones M- may do, may do, but we're going to have a a, a run at a, to- a, a, so a topic maybe in the week. See how that goes over the phone. Because obviously, when we're sitting, ag- we were speaking about this. When you're sitting in the same room as someone, it's completely different than being on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but whatever, we'll try that out. He, would he be able to hear the two of us? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be able to. Um, but we'll f- we'll figure it out. But yeah, more more pods come in. Stay safe. Don't get coronavirus. Don't go to McDonald's. Don't get. <laughs> don't, yeah, well you can't. So because you might eat a hypodermic needle or a condom. You can't. There's no no choice. You can't go. Rat in a salad. I Rat think Black salad. Sabbath did a song called Rat Salad. They did. Maybe that was inspired the, by... Was it the Trampo Salad. Trampo Salad. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks for listening. Um, you want to win stuff, do what you need to do because you know what you need to do. Can't be able to say it again. And we'll see you next week or during the week or whatever. Okay, bye.